Are you going to Scarborough Fair? Bad no, no. Bad. Oh, sorry. Hello and welcome to episode 71 Wait. of the Show Pod with him. What did you say? What? What did you say at the end of that song? Nah. Huh. <laughs> Stu, um, you, do you know what the next lyrics are? A meow. Oh, yeah. Do you know what the next lyrics are to um, Are You Going to Scarborough Fair? Yep. Go on. Parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. Now, <laughs> that's good future armor callback there to when we did that in an old episode. So if <laughs> someone invited me to a fair and I wasn't sure, then saying, oh, um, parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme, is that supposed to make someone want to go? I would. There'll be parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme there. Mm. <laughs> I just found those lyrics funny earlier. You want to see a trick out? Yes, please. This will be good for the uh, audio podcast. A pack cards, of playing Stu, cards. Holding some cards. Pack I'll playing card. A pack I'll... of playing cards. Yeah. Get in. Get in the card. Get in the card. Get in yeah. the card. I think that's going to be the ten of hearts. Go on then. It is the ten of hearts, listeners. Oh, magic! Um, you could have placed that beforehand. We don't just don't know. So, Stu, oh, um, it's magic me. It's magic me, isn't it? Give me ten quid now. <clears throat> So have you got anything exciting to tell me? Do you like this bit of wayward hair I've got going here? Why not? Look, let's, like, I um, look, I could look. I could put it down here, and it's sort of like a, an Elvis dangly bit. All right, it's like a Clark Kent if he was in the wind. Yes, to the slightly to the side. Like it, I, it won't stop. It won't stop. Sorry, yeah, it's an audio. Dapper Dan on that. <laughs> Somewhat. Dapper Dan. What's Dapper Dan? Dapper Dan, man. Oh, never mind. Just getting long. Oh, brother, where art thou? Uh, oh, yeah. Not. Alex, he's been watching a couple more films, hasn't he? Oh, bloody hell. Go on, then. I don't know why you say bloody hell. You like this every time. I do. This I tape, you can't be with us today. Should we tell the people that um, there is actually a Twitter? Um, a I Twitter. know. I can't believe it. There is a, a Roy Keane... Um, but it's, he talks about films, doesn't he? And there's someone who on Twitter who's now doing a yeah doing that. Stu's not happy. Well, I ain't bothered. Slightly um, different to what I do, but yeah, he doesn't say baby at the end. It's just him talking about films. Oh. Right, go on then, Stu. How's it going, lads? Roy Keane here. I've been watching more films for you. <laughs> yeah, and I've had a great time doing it. Um, oh, by the way, Al, I didn't yeah. actually mind the Zohan film that much in the end. It's not bad, is it? I got into it. I laughed yeah. quite a few times, and I watched the whole thing. It's what's his name? Who's the good guy in it? Who plays the Phantom? John Turturro. Yeah, he's good in it. He's funny in it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was really. It was good. It was funny. Yeah, I thought it was. I've seen it before, and I swear I didn't like it. But turns out, well, maybe I now do that later in life. Yeah, know. maybe it's just a, it's now a film that you love. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> oh, yeah, the films I've been watching, lad. So I watched The Truman Show. <laughs> oh, boo-hoo, Truman. So you can't go to Fiji. And you're just going to give up, are you? Oh, your whole life was a lie, and now you're upset because you've been on TV the whole time. What's the matter? Where'd they get you? Where'd they get you? Spanking the monkey on camera, you Truman. You shite. 
You have to be married from the horrible woman from Ozark. Oh, boo-hoo. What a baby. What a big baby. Just keep on rolling with the bad times, Truman. You might make it out alive. Baby. <laughs> Very good. Oh, guess what I watched else? The Titanic. That big feckin' boat that hit a lettuce. Oh, boo feckin' who, Rose? <laughs> Crying because you can't slum it like Jack. And now you have to stay in your fancy suite on the big boat there. Oh, I have to be with Billy Zane. Whatever will I do? Fucking hell. We will have, we will have to uh, setbacks there, Rose. I tried to be a sugar daddy once, but gave it up when I had diabetes. What a baby. What a big baby. Crying because you pushed Jack off the door on a stinking ship. You killed him, Rose. Baby. <laughs> very good, Stu. Very good. <laughs> you know, like the sugar daddy joke now. That was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. I did laugh. Oh, you did laugh. I didn't see you. Stu, um... We're, as we're now at episode 71, we've released 70, well, 70 main episodes. Um, and what I thought I'd do is I'd go onto the streets, um, you know, uh, the streets around um, uh, London. I went down to Lon London. Um, London. So I've <clears throat> asked three different people what they think of the Stu and Alpod reaching 70 episodes. So I've got a cassette here for you. I'll give it to you. If you could just uh, play that and we'll listen to that. Click. So many episodes of the Stu and Alpad. I've never heard of it. I imagine there are a couple of twats, though. No, it's not, that's not a good one, is it, Stu? That Bob Geldof? That sounded like him, didn't it? He did look a bit like Bob Geldof. Maybe it was a Monday when you caught him. Yeah, yeah, because he doesn't like Mondays, does he? Monday. don't like Mondays. No, no, no. <laughs> are you ready for the next? <laughs> 70 episodes! Well, I'm proud to say I've not listened to a single episode of that shit. Oh, no, another one. So I thought Dog Leash. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the last one. 70 episodes. I listened to episode one and thought they'll never get more than two out of that shit. What a bunch of cunts. Oh, Ooh, harsh. Here's top three. In each episode, me and our set subjects each week, and we tell you our top three things about it. Then yeah. we play on the socials, and you don't tell us your top three things about it. So, Al, if I was to say to you, what are your top three crayons out of this four pack? Uh, I'm going to have to go with the uh, the blue, red, and green stew. That's what I was going to pick. Yeah, blue, red, and green. Yeah. Anybody got time for yellow crayons? Why have you got a, four, a pack of four crayons? Why have we got a pack of playing cards? Just lots of random things around at the minute. Fair play. Here's a spare pen. <laughs> Here's a gold pen. Oh. Here's a dime. What the I hell is that. going on? <laughs> well, Stuart, it was my choice for this uh, episode's top three, and I cho chose your top three film franchises that you'd like to see one more film of, please. Stuart, how did you find this? Struggled out, so I just made a big joke out of the whole thing. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, I've actually thought about this. Um, I've thought I... about it, but all my favourite franchises, I'd like them to stay as they are. Oh, no. I've got... yeah. Do you want me to go first? Shall I go first? Um, my number three, Stu, is uh, Alien. 
We don't need another alien now. Oh, no. Wait, we do. So Alien started in 1989 and then was followed by Aliens, Alien 3, Alien Resurrection, uh, which ended in 1997. We've also got Covenant and the Covenant 2. Yes, Stu, you got your hand up. Yeah, thank you, Al. Um, I believe you're wrong there. Why? Uh, the first Alien was definitely earlier than 1989. 79, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I've written 89, but it's 1979. I do apologize. The last film being 1997's uh, Alien Resurrection. Now, Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection weren't that good. Nope. And I'm discounting the Covenant ones because they're, I think that's a different kind of thing. Uh, they all, um, the first, I think all of them starred Sigourney Weaver, didn't they? All four? The four did, yeah. Yeah. Um, there are, I would like to see them do another one. I'd like to see them bring it back and do it right. Because I just think the last two films weren't great. I think there's, I think there's room for another one. Um, there are they went on par with the first two because the first two were the good ones. Yeah, the first yeah, two were the good ones. There yeah, are the rumors. I've heard rumors. Heard rumors. I, I googled it, and there are rumors that there's going to be another one. Um, but I'm, I'm not sure if that's completely true or not, and how that's going to work. But I'd love to see another one. I'd, I'd love to see. They, they, they wouldn't. I don't know if they'd be able to use Sigourney Weaver now because she's probably a bit old for it, but maybe the aliens on Earth, maybe going back to like the first one with the horror genre that they used because the rest were just kind of action films, weren't they? So, yeah. But I'd give it a go if there was another alien film. I really would. I'd be excited to see another one, see how they do it. But yeah, that's mm. my number three, Stu. Fair play, Al. Fair play. Uh, my first pick, Al, is Die Hard, but. This is a movie prequel. Let's face it, four and five, they were pretty shit. Yes. I'm, I'm, I don't think I've actually watched them the whole way through. We need to go back again there. But um, it's a movie prequel. Uh, so we're going to have to have someone other than... Um, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis to play John McClane. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Because this one is set at school. Okay. Where a rival school tried to take over using paintball guns. John McClane is having none of this, though. And he goes around taking them out one by one using staplers, tin pencil cases, and a cricket bat from the PE cupboard. Mm, fair enough. Best line from the film? Come out to the playground. We'll have a game of hopscotch. Have a few laughs. So I actually agree with you in a way of I would like to see another Die Hard that's good. But now, yeah, obviously... Playground, with, playground Die Hard. With, with like, Bruce. Playground, Bruce. But when he was Hold school. on, I'm talking... With Bruce Willis's like illness now, we're never going to get, you know, it would have been good to have a good, a good one after three. But, yeah, there we go. They introduced his son in five, so maybe they can go somewhere with that. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work. Anyway, some facts about Die Hard Al. Yep. Dye can be used as a hair colouring form and make it change colour. Good. Hard is the opposite of soft. Yippee comes from the Latin phrase Yapus Capius Aeus, which translates to up yours, motherfucker. Nice. Thanks, Stu. Well, my number two, Stu, is um, the Of the Dead films. So if you know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Night of the Living Dead, um, which was the first one, 1968, then Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Land of the Dead, Diary of the Dead, and Survival of the Dead, finally in 2009. So these were George A. Romero films who kind of started the, well, really kicked off the zombie genre. 
which a lot of people have kind of gone with now. There are no, no new ones to come. There's no more. The last ones were dodgy. Survival of the Dead. Diary of the Dead was terrible. Land of the Dead had its moments, but it wasn't great. But I'd have loved to have seen another of the Dead film. He did he did zombie films right. Um, and I just, I would have loved to see, I would have loved to have seen another one um, at George A. Romero. I, I don't know. I think George A. Romero might be dead now, actually. I don't know. Night they time. did remakes of some of them, though, and they completely they ruined the them as well. But they put running zombies in, and I, I don't think you should have running zombies. Well, there was one where someone got bit, and she went, oh, it's okay, I've thrown bleach on it. Bleach kills everything. Yeah. And they're I turned that one off at that point. Yeah. But they're, like, the original trilogy, Land of the, um, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, were brilliant films. Absolutely loved them. And, you know, we've had, had zombie films recently, but I just don't think they're as good. I think we need mm. another George A. Romero. So that's my number two, Stu. My number two is Lethal Weapon 5. <clears throat> Fifth installment follows Riggs and Murtar into a retirement home. They're somehow still cops, but they go undercover when they find out about a drugs ring run by Old Man Flowerpot and his gang of OAPs. Crafty old bastards. <laughs> Riggs and Murtar are having none of it, though, and we watch as they take out Flowerpot's henchmen one by one using walking sticks, TV guide magazines <laughs> and a custom-made Zimmer frame that fires tennis balls. Nice. Best line? I'm definitely getting too old for this shit. Uh. Very good. Some facts about the uh, franchise, Al? Go on. Lethal means it can kill you. Weapon is something you can use to kill people. Yeah. Joe Pesci says, okay, 485 times in the previous films. Excellent. Thanks, Stu. Well, my number one, Stu, um, is Jurassic Park slash World. Uh, and I'll go into that in a moment. The first film, the first Jurassic Park film was um, released in 1993. Then you had The Lost World, Jurassic Park 3, Jurassic World, for, Jurassic World War, Fallen Kingdom, and finally Jurassic World Dominion in 2022. Only last year, Stu. Still haven't seen that yet. Now, for me... They they really missed uh, missed out on what they could have done with Dominion because at the end of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, they started to talk about, oh, people are going to have to live side by side with the dinosaurs. And I thought, oh, the new film is going to be brilliant because it's all going to be like dinosaurs in the real world and we've got to live like, beside them. There's barely any of that in it. Most of it is back in the park again. So it's really disappointing. And then at the end of the last the last one, they make the same comment. We've got to live side by side with the dinosaurs. It's like we well, said that in the last one. This was the film we were supposed to get. We were supposed to get people living with dinosaurs, like, and the the absolute carnage it would be, and it didn't happen. And so it's like side by side with dinosaurs, either. But it would have been, you know, it would have been good that you would have seen people getting picked off, and you know, you can't get down this. It it could have almost been like a almost like a zombie film where you can't really go anywhere because there's dinosaurs knocking about. That might get eat, you know you might get eaten and stuff like that, and they didn't do mm. it. They should have done it. And that this for me, they really missed it. And I think there's there's nothing that you know there's rumors that they could do more, but the the directors doesn't want to do any more. Blah 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 blah. But I I think there's still because I was talking to someone the other week about this. There's barely any dinosaur films out there. 
Like it's not like a massive. You've only got the Godzilla, really, isn't it? But that's not yeah. the dinosaur, yeah. so yeah. But you've got your Jurassic Park. You had sixty-five, which was out a while ago, and then you've got like the animated films and stuff like that. But you don't get many. I mean, Jurassic Park kind of covered that. But we could still, I think there's still space to do more. And I, I it's oh, the this... franchise that I thought of. This was the reason that I did this top three. It's for Jurassic Park because I'm really annoyed mm. at how the last film ended. It, it starts so the first 10 minutes of Dominion still is brilliant. It's so good. And then they just fuck it all up. Right. There are dinosaur films on the sci fi, Sky Sci Fi, but. Um... It's like low budget, isn't it? It's like shot. I think Steve Guttenberg's in one of them. Yeah, and the guy who does the voices and the little squeaky voice woman as well. Yeah. So that's my number one, Stu. Uh, I did, funnily enough, Police Academy Eight: The Force Go to London. London. Team reunite from their last mission in Moscow, when they are assigned as a case in London. London! Specifically at the Bag of Nails. <laughs> Bev calls in the squad when her monthly takings are stolen and the gang have to blend in as regulars to find the thieves. Ooh. Best line from the film? Bev. Bev, why do you keep letting Uncle Dorigay in here? He's such a dirty bastard. <laughs> Few facts about the franchise. Police are meant to uphold the law and tackle crime. Academy is where young prospects go to learn. Steve Guttenberg will reprise his role as Mahoney in this uh, eighth instalment. Excellent. Well, well Stu, what the social media said? Not for much, but guess who's back? Back again. again. Chris is back. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Yeah. Chris Conrad is back. Um, we're going to save Wolfie till the end. <laughs> I need to for that. He's a scamp, isn't he? Uh, right, so Chris Conrath, you only offered one, but it's a good one. Look who's talking. Yeah. Should go somewhere. Um, Gav chose Master and Commander James Bond and another Bale Batman. Wasn't Master and Commander just one film? Yeah. Well, we can't have that one then. Well done, Gav. Good, Gav. Bale has gone for Police Academy, Big Mama's House, and Speed. Yep. Frank. Frank. So he said this one was tough since most sequels in franchises are mediocre at best. Abysmal at worst. For number one, they said if you retconned every sequel and went back to a direct follow-up to Alice, the lone survivor from the original Friday the 13th, when Jason's mother was the killer, that might have potential. Yep. That would mean no Jason or hockey mask, as we know it. Not a bad idea. Second, maybe another Austin Powers, but without Vern Troyer. Yes, that's a good one. Minimi Save Gold member or something like that. Yep. That would be good. Third, another naked gun if Leslie Nielsen was still around. Oh, God, yes. That is well done, Frank. You've done well He's on going this for one. franchises where the actors have died, so that probably says a lot about the legends they were. Yeah. Well said, Frank. Well said. And finally, Wolfie. Where has everyone gone out? We've had barely anything. I think it was a difficult one. I think it was probably a it bit was. Uh, So Wolfie <clears throat> said, 
Fast and Furious, sick yeah. films. Yeah. Bend It Like Beckham should be franchised with Bend It Like Rooney and Bend It Like Rooney 2. <laughs> <laughs> and The Man You Travel. <laughs> so I put second answer is a stupid idea. Third answer is not a film, but a sporting achievement. Grow up. <laughs> and then he's... <laughs> Then he's put, why is it on my telly then, mate? Three trophies on the telly. <laughs> I thought the news is on the television. Is that a film franchise? He put, can be, mate. Anything on the telly and filmed is a fucking film, mate. <laughs> I said he's an idiot. He's put, <laughs> he's put, you ain't not knew what an idiot is, mate. Look in the mirror or reflective surface like a mirror and you'll see one, mate. <laughs> I've made fun of his grammar with a Ralph Wiggum, me fail English. That's impossible. Yeah. And I've also thought there's enough Fast and Furious films. We don't need another. He's put, mate, there should be 10 more, mate. I thought, here's a franchise for you. Wolfie gets his head kicked in. Wolfie gets his head kicked in two. And Wolfie gets his head kicked in 3D. <laughs> He's put, your mam. <laughs> I've, I've put, not your best comeback, bro. And then he's replied with the rear Ferdinand murked staring. <laughs> um, <laughs> that point, I just laughed at him, and then that was the end. <laughs> Good old Wolfie. Let's do it. It's your choice for the next episode. What's the uh, what's the next topic? Yes. Well, the next one we're in Nottingham with Chris, so I'm going to make it a sporting affair. Oh yeah. I want, and this doesn't have to be just football. Yeah, this doesn't have to be football, but whatever your favorite team is, yeah, whatever sport that may be rugby, cricket, ice hockey, football I want your top three players to have ever played for your favorite team. Oh, that's a good one. And well, that's good to do that if um, you could open it up to other sports, apart from boxing, obviously, if you're a boxer. <laughs> well, no, but boxing, you can just pick. Um, you can pick your three favourite boxers from the red corner if you support the red yeah, corner. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what um, Wolfie's turn choices are. <laughs> Beckham, Rooney, and Rooney's mam. <laughs> so on the next episode, if you would like to tell us your top three players from your favourite sports team, you can. We are still on Alpod at gmail.com or on Instagram and Twitter. We are at still an Alpod. So that was top three, and now it's time for the Naughty Corner. Ooh, naughty! We can discuss our favourite songs and films in the Naughty Corner. Ooh! In each episode, Steve and I are going through the noughties and telling you our favourite film and single. We're going through the years, and we ask for you as well to tell us yours. Uh, on this episode, it is our favourite film from 2004. But on the last episode, it was your favourite single from the year 2004. The poll went up on Twitter. Stu, how many did we get? How many How many votes did we get? 49 votes. 49 votes, good. In last place, with 6%, was Flip Reverse by Blazing Squad. Oh, what a shame. At least you got some votes. In third place... It's five o'clock somewhere, 22%. I'm happy with that. That was winning at one point. I know. I didn't even vote. Did you? Oh, fair enough. I forgot. 
In second place, Crazy in Love, Beyonce. Oh, this might week's winner, forty-three percent. Don't look back into the sun. Yes, Yes, that was my choice. Well, thank you for voting and sharing. If you did, so Stu, your favorite film from two thousand and four, Dawn of the Dead. Oh, so have I. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was actually the meme I've used for the uh, uh, for the um, oh for the yeah. uh, for the episode. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I put follows Sean, Ed, and his group when zombies start to take over London. London? But all Sean wants to do is collect his mum, win back Liz, and hide in the Winchester until it all blows over. True. What a film. Especially like the line, can I get any of you cunts a drink? Ah, good old. So, I've got one fact about this. Uh, George A. Romero, I brought this back to the of the dead thing. George A. Romero was so impressed, he gave Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright a cameo in The Land of the Dead as zombies. Mm, yeah. Uh, it is a great film. Um, Quite a few it, cameos in this, isn't there, as well? Yeah, there's loads of cameos. It's when they like see um, like the mirror images of themselves, and that's got like a few famous people, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Yeah, it is su- it's such a good film. I've not seen it for a long time. No. Um, it's not one that I go back to. I tend to go back to the other ones, even though I think it's the best of the t- Cornetto trilogy. Could have had I like that. Was the best. See, see, I think because I'm a horror fan, I, I prefer uh, Shaun of the Dead. <clears throat> but Stu, um, I've got a few honourable mentions, but I'll save them for after the listeners. So, so, I had a few facts about Shaun of the Dead, but they're just like the usual facts if you still want them. Yeah, go for it. Sean comes from the boy's name, Sean, which is the Irish version of John. <laughs> Excellent. That's actually real as well. Is it? Yep. Dead is when you're not alive anymore. Famous Seans include Sean Connery, Sean Michaels, and Sean the Sheep. Yes. That's a great film, Sean the Sheep film. It is. Right, uh, the socials are now, yeah? Yep. So we're going to have three from the socials this week. Oh, ah, uh, yeah. Um, Frank picked a dead heat between Hotel Rwanda and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Excellent. Uh, keep Chris Comrath. Hashtag Keep Comrath. Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, good choice. Okay. Uh, he's had some honorable mentions. We're going to read them all out. Garfield, <coughs> Polar no. Express, Dead Man's Shoes. Yes. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Mm-hmm. Anchorman. Sideways. That's a good film. Yeah, I've not seen Kung it. Kung Fu Hustle. Also a good film. Uh, Saw and Day After Tomorrow. Okay, yeah. I wasn't too keen on Day After Tomorrow because there's literally a scene in there where the ice chases them. Oh, yeah. Okay. Turns a corner to chase them into a library. And, and then, then they I was sh- pretty much done after that. Then they shut a door and it keeps it at bay. <laughs> like, what's that door yeah. made of? So there's people like freezing inside helicopters, but a wooden door. Yeah. Got that yeah. ice getting in. Oh, draft excluder. No thanks. I got a wooden door. <laughs> uh, Wolfie, we'll go back to Twitter in a minute. <laughs> yeah, Keith Campbell, Team America, with an honorable message to the village and Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Not the village, the village was, terrible. yeah, I didn't like the village. Team America was good, though. Team America was good, yeah. 
Um, Bren, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Uh, Gav, Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. There's mm. a battle between him and Chris Comrath on Twitter about that. Yeah. I weren't too keen on that film. I've not seen it. I'm not a big fan of... Is it Wes Anderson? It's Wes Anderson, isn't it? He does good films. This one was a bit shit. Yeah. Uh, and Dale, 13 going on 30. <laughs> okay. Can we put that one in the poll? Yeah, all right. And I suppose um, Eternal Sunshine has been mentioned about three times, isn't it? Yeah. So... yeah. And then let's go with Team America. Yeah. America, fuck yeah. yeah. Still, I've got some honorable oh, mentions. Oh, wait. What? Chris picked Napoleon Dynamite. We can't really not have that in, can we? Oh, yeah. Go with that instead, then. We'll kick out 13 going on 30. Oh, go on. And what was Wolfie's? Well, Wolfie might have one to put in. I doubt it. <laughs> uh, no, see, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Wolfie's gone Wimbledon, as it's about tennis, which uses a ball. So does football, which is what Man U play with. So Wimbledon is about Man U. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it's, like all right, it's a 2004 film. It could have just played out, but then he's turned to an idiot. So Wimbledon <laughs> is about Man U, he said. Uh, I've replied that it's the most ridiculous answer we've ever had on the show. He's put, your fucking podcast is ridiculous, mate. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I actually laugh every time I read these like live when they come on, on Twitter. Uh, and I put, and here you are participating on the show. He's put, make you shit show better, mate. Fucking cancel it. I put, get a job. He's put, I walk my mum's dog once a month, mate. £2.50 a time. What do you call that? <laughs> I put, doing something nice for your mum. And then there was no reply. Oh. Was, I don't know. But we're not <laughs> putting Wimbledon in. No. <clears throat> right, so those will go up on Twitter. Oh, it's mine. Sean of the Dead, Napoleon Dynamite, Team America. Yeah. Uh, on the next episode, we would like your favourite single from the year 2004. Well, what were your honourable mentions? Oh, sorry, my honourable mentions. Uh, Dead Man's Shoes, Layer Cake, uh, yeah. Butterfly Effect, Man on Fire, which is yeah. great. I, I picked that. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah. Dodgeball and Napoleon Dynamite. I picked Dodgeball as well. And Napoleon Dynamite, Team America, and The Notebook. And Kill Bill 2, I think, was out that year as well. So, uh, yeah, if you'd like to tell us your favourite single from the year 2004, you can. at gmail.com or at stillanalpod on Instagram and Twitter. Still to come. I popped down to London. London? We said London a lot this week, haven't we? Yeah, haven't we? Uh, where I meet Dr. Green Dream, and she is a vet. It's you people versus you don't mess with the Zohan in Tits Up. Mm -hmm. There's strange goings on and in the news. Mm -hmm. Might read us some more tips. But for now, here's Al with an advert. <clears throat> With the Ashes now in full swing, we're introducing our mid-year England cricket calendar. All the lads have joined together to make this the sexiest cricket, cricket calendar ever. Guaranteed to give you a sticky wicket when you, when you clap your eyes on the players' googlies. Oh, fucking hell. Players new and old have come together to offer you a good look at their ba uh, what boundaries they're willing to cross. Check out Joe's route, why they call him Ian B. 
beefy Botham and Graham's Gooch. (laughs) (laughs) That was my favourite bit. (laughs) Imagine a calendar with that. (laughs) Just his moustache and his Gooch hanging out. You'll be bowled over as you see these guys handle their balls and say, what the duck, when you see their crease. So, run out and get the calendar today. It's wicked. That's good, isn't it? I don't know what to say, Al, I'm stumped. Oh, very good. Leg before wicket. Pull out. <laughs> and now it's time for In the News. No ball. <laughs> In each episode, Stu tells us some news stories. They're always bloody funny. (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) He also tells us um, Dr. Doris, um, some other stuff. Arne? No, and sport and the news. And not the news, the weather. And travel. And travel. Here are your headlines. Thanks, Al. Psychics predict world didn't end yesterday. <laughs> Good on them. Headless body found in topless bar. Oh. <laughs> and a one-armed man applauds the kindness of strangers. <laughs> <laughs> but first, scientists have discovered the remains of a duck-billed dinosaur which roamed Chile more than 72 million years ago. The plant-eating creature weighed up to a ton and could grow up to four metres in length. Residents of the town of Santiago, where the remains were found, said they can't believe they never noticed her before. Oh, that's good. I like that, Stu. A handbag so tiny it can only be seen through a microscope. This sold at auction this week for $63,000. The purchase comes with a microscope with an attached LCD screen so you can view your purchase on display. Helpful. Yeah. Um, micro items are the latest trend for art collectors with a toy car, doll's house and a Bible all being recently sold under the hammer recently for big money recently. Yeah. Alex, of course, jumped in on this craze and tried to auction off his willy. But this was rejected as he was told even a microscope couldn't find anything there. <laughs> I knew you were gonna t- I knew you were gonna say that. So did I. <laughs> <laughs> Very clever. Postman fine for speeding. A postman had an unusual end to his career this week when a speeding ticket arrived at his home twenty-five years after being first issued. George Mail was caught speeding on his rounds in a small Yorkshire village in 1998, and a fine had been sent to him in the post. But as luck would have it, the ticket never arrived, and George was none the wiser. A filing error at Police HQ meant it went unnoticed until this week when George received a fine in the post. George paid the fine after receiving it, and thought all was well until his retirement party this week, the party in full swing, cops raided the location where the party was held and all hell broke loose. 18 postmen were killed, along with a dozen officers. 
God. George survived and said he will stay on doing the postal rounds until the dead postmen are replaced. <laughs> wow. That escalated quick. <laughs> it did. Very good. <laughs> Can fit. <laughs> I knew I'd laugh at this part. Uh... <laughs> Can fish get the shits? <laughs> A group of fish have been studied by marine biologists for the past year. See if they get the shits. <laughs> The fish were sped. The fish were fed spicy food for two weeks per month to see if anything changed the way they weren't to the loo. The results were astounding, as none of the fish were affected apart from the four that were related and wearing denim. Scientists <laughs> concluded, saying that diarrhea is hereditary and it runs in your genes. <laughs> I think we found the title for this episode. <laughs> 59 pigs died this week when strong winds blew their house down. <laughs> Hurricane Wolfie huffed, puffed, and blew their house down. Authorities are blaming the structure and are now planning building inspections. Ah, oh, good. Well, Miss Sport. Yes, please. A lot of death this week in the news, Al. <laughs> isn't there? Uh, the annual dog surfing World Cup semi-final has now been postponed until next week after the sea became too rough. Oh, yeah. Dr. Doris, I've been using water to cure patients this week. Lose weight? Drink water. Want clearer skin? Drink water. Suffer from migraines? Drink water. Danny? Drink water. People causing you problems with anxiety? Drown them in water. (laughs) Oh. Travel? Uh, in travel, this week I sat next to a baby for 10 hours. Honestly, I didn't think it was possible for someone to cry for 10 hours straight. But even the baby was impressed that I managed to do it. <laughs> Very good. And the weather is woody. 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 <laughs> woody. <laughs> None of a building block. It's woody. That was in the news, and now it's time for Dinosaur Park Ghost Tits Up. In each episode of Still an Owl Pod, Dinosaur Pack Goes Tits Up comes along where me and Al assign each other a film to watch. We have to go away, study the film, and then try and answer questions on it. This week, I gave Al You People on Netflix. Yep. And Al, you gave me You Don't Mess With the Zohan. Correct. What do you think, Stu? Do you like it? Yes. Yeah. I did enjoy it. It's all right, isn't it? I think it's quite funny. It's one of his uh, better newer comedies. Yeah, it's ones. one of his better comedies, I guess. Yeah. Although <laughs> yeah. I still prefer his straight roles. But yeah. Do you um, tagline for it is High Kicking Hairdresser Enjoys His Hummus. Oh, lovely. Well done, Stu. Um, still, I watched you people. Did you watch it all? I've seen it before. I didn't watch it all for the um, quiz, no. I stopped watching it after a while, then got back to it. I just. <sighs> I don't know who that film is like it's a hipster film, isn't it? It's very hipster with the fact of 
what I didn't get was the characters were 35, but they were acting like they were like 18, 19. Like, especially, um, what's his name? The main actor in it. Jonah um, Hill. Jonah Hill. I, ju- I just didn't, I didn't get him. I, I really loved Eddie Murphy in it, though. Yeah, he was good. He was and uh, David Duchovny, Julia Louis-Dreyfus yeah. and all that. And uh, Naya Long, the parents. They were all... Yeah, the parents were brilliant. But it was one of them as well. I wasn't sure if it was a comedy or a drama because there was like, there were some bits in it. Dramedy? Yeah, there were some like real slapstick moments that I just thought, that doesn't work. Like the mm. bit when he's, um, Eddie Murphy's hat was set on fire was such a slapstick moment that didn't, it didn't feel right. It just it was just like it was obviously going to happen, and then the way they yeah, were yeah that could have been a nice like, professor part just a bit it? silly. Yeah, it it went a bit silly, but yeah, it, I like I love watching Eddie Murphy when he's doing serious when he's pl- sort of playing a serious character, and I thought he was really good in it, and I really did like. There was moments in it too that I really liked. There were elements of it that I did really enjoy. It was very American. I felt like it was very American. Um, Is that but, your tagline and all that? No, it was uh, <laughs> this. This ain't no driving Miss Daisy shit, which is a line that was said in the film at one point. Mm. Um, was that that bit was quite funny when they met and um, he sort of showed her the picture of the woman that was coming to pick him up for an Uber driver, and she was like, "Yeah, that does look like me. <laughs> like looks identical." But yeah, um, do you, you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll, I'll read you the questions first. Okay. Question one: Who does Ezra's sister say he looks like? The young version of in the synagogue. Um, not someone he looks like in the synagogue. No, I it, yeah. In the yeah. Oh, I can't remember. Um, oh, Hulk Hogan, a young Hulk. Hogan. Like a young Hulk Hogan. Yep. Yeah. What is the color of the Mini Cooper with the Uber mix-up? Oh gosh, is it red? Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's the one I thought you'd get because you were talking about that scene. Yeah. <laughs> um. What is the band on America's on Amira's T-shirt when she meets Ezra's parents? Oh God! Um, oh, because they reference it as well. No, I can't remember. Public Enemy. Ah, yeah. Ezra's dad keeps mentioning which rapper. Oh, um, it's um, it's the guy from uh, Pimp My Ride. Exhibit. Exhibit. <laughs> And what is the name of the podcast that they do? Oh God, <clears throat> um, it's cultural rights or something. The Mo and Easy Show. Oh, okay, yeah. That was weird that they that suddenly became like a TV show really quickly, didn't it? You never sort of saw why that happened. But at the end, they're like really famous after three months. Uh, Where's our scored... TV show? Yeah, exactly. You scored three. Well, I think our podcast was better than their podcast. Well, ours didn't have ours hasn't got Jonah Hill. Good, right? Um, <laughs> like when they're talking about his co-host, and like, did you know she has titties? Yeah, they're on her chest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Stu, here's your questions on you. Don't mess with his Ohan. At the start of the film, how many men does he beat at the tug of war? Five. Oh, it's three. It's like three really strong men. Uh, question two: Which and he country... takes on he beats a cow as well. Yeah. yeah. Which country does the Phantom hate? Palestine. Israel. Oh fucking hell! Yeah, isn't it? 
Uh, question three: What is the haircut that he gets cut uh, that he has that he's all obsessed with? What's it called? Uh, I can't it starts with an A. No, I've gone. Oh, the, the Avalon. Yeah. Uh, question four: What does Zohan say his name is when he becomes a hairdresser? Scrappy Coco. Yeah. Scrappy Dog. Um, question five: What dip plays a major role in the? Thomas! Yeah, almost. Oh, I can't believe we got the Palestine Israel thing mixed up. Oh, you got two stews. It's it's now thirteen seven. Um, Stu, do you want? Oh, give me your tie. Give me my tiebreaker. Tiebreak. In the film, Arnold says to Amira, "I like your braids." She replies, "Thank you." What does Arnold say next? Exhibit has braids. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good time. Um, and your Tyrex do is um, Zohan wears a number of T-shirts with a famous pop star on throughout the film. Right, Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that she turned up later in the film. I love you, Mariah. <laughs> uh, Stu, we're moving on to the last episode of, of, this, uh, of this quiz. So we're on the letter Z, Stu. I've given you the film Zodiac, which is on Amazon Prime. Oh, good. I like that. You've got Zombieland on Netflix. Oh, you know what? I was going to give you Zombieland, but I thought, I bet you'll give me it. Zombieland, that's Netflix. You could have given me the sequel. I know, but then I saw Zodiac was on Amazon Prime, and I thought, Zodiac is a great film. I like it. And I want to watch it again. So that was uh, Dinosaur Party Goes Tits Up. Don't worry, guys. We have another game show um, after this one finishes, which we'll tell you all about next week. But now it's time for Tales Down to Bag O' Nails. In each episode, Stu or I go down to London. London. Um, to go down to the greatest pub in the world, the Bag O' Nails. And this week it was Stu's turn to go down. Stu, who do you meet? I met a um I met a vet. A vet. A vet. I told you her name early, didn't I? But um yeah. I've changed my mind. I want to better name now so okay find out when we play the tape all right you got it and click hello my name is holly holly cow i'm a vet oh very good and i know everything about animals all of them even ants giant cat came up to me in surgery playing drums said do you mind not doing that giant cat said what yeah it was a deaf leopard but oh god <clears throat> my cat is getting really old if I take him here they'll put him down if I leave him at home he'll die slowly cat's 22 oh god <laughs> <laughs> I know this dog that can see in the dark and turn its head around it's an owl station <laughs> what's he doing there dying <laughs> no <laughs> Sounds like uh, Borealis. Oh, yeah. It's morphed into... She's a Borealis relative. She's a third cousin. Yeah, right. Saw a lost dog the other day, and I thought, if I had a pound for every time I saw one of those... (laughs) Very good. Them walruses, hey? They love to go on holiday, especially on safari in Africa. They get to see lions. Oh, God. 
Oh, yeah. I saw a man getting attacked by a seagull the other day. He did have a chip on his shoulder, though, so he probably deserved it. <laughs> Very good. Before what I go, here's a cliff. Doug. Uh, that's in spade, eh? Yeah, something to do with the beach, isn't it? <laughs> Before I go, here's a tip. If you want water buffalo, I know where you can buy some. <laughs> Goodbye. Very good. Thank you, Stu. Well, that was Stu's trip down the Bagan Ales. I shall be going down in the next episode. And now it's time for Mike Reed's Top Tips. In each episode, we find a cassette tape with two tips from Mike Reed on it. Stu, have you got that cassette today? Thank you. And click. Hello! <laughs> What's wrong Mike with Reed? Reed? <laughs> Mike Reed's pissed. Mike Reed, dear. A little sizzled more than usual. I've got two tits. To, I mean... <laughs> I meant two tips. Sorry, I was thinking about Barbara Windsor. <laughs> oh! I'd carry on up her kyber. Oh. <laughs> two tips to get you through life. Number one. Take a cheater when you go to the gym. They'll always spot you on the weights. Oh, good. And number seven. Oh, no. It's two after one, isn't it? Number two. Always listen to your kamikaze flight instructors as they'll only tell you once. <laughs> My name's Mike Reed. Have a good night. <laughs> very nice, too. Thank you very much. Well, that's the end of episode 71. Goodbye. Stu, <laughs> have you got anything exciting to tell us? Uh, we just had an email. Oh, yeah. Mm. Come to read it. Yes, please. You usually go for all the uh, admin first. Oh, sorry. Yeah, let's go through the admin first. Sorry. Um, so, on the next episode, uh, in top three, we would like your top three players from your favorite sports team, which can be any sport. Uh, in t- Naughty Corner, we would like your favorite single from the year 2004. And in Dinosaur Park goes tits up. If you'd like to play along, we are watching Zodiac on Amazon Prime and Zombieland on Netflix. Go for your email, Stu. Thanks. Dear Stu and Owl, long-time listener, first-time emailer. How can police go around arresting people based on DNA evidence where we share 98% of our DNA with chimps? For all we know, it might be the chimps committing the crimes. Hmm? P.S. Base of Base are playing at the Corn and Plow in August. Standing room only for tickets. Do you want some? Ashley yeah. from Farnborough. Yeah, oh, well, thank you, Ashley from Farnborough. Uh, yes, we'd love to go see Ace of Base. Um, to be honest, it's all that I want to be standing room only. Uh, a <laughs> little bit from the song there. Um, as in for the, uh, you know, the the DNA, it could be. We just don't know. So it, I think that's probably a question you best ask in Dear Deirdre. So um, um, I'll email them back. Let's know. Yeah, email that and then just send it to dear dear Dream. She, she'll she'll know. I have no opinion on the matter whatsoever, so I can't answer any the uh, the question. Oh, excellent. Well, Stu, I've got a quick game for you. It's only a, a, yes. a short game. Um, Stu, as as everyone who listens to this podcast know, they they will know that I am one of the greatest uh, impressionists of my generation. Me, Alistair McGowan, and um. 
Who else is good at impressions? Rory Bremner. Rory Bremner. Well, the three of us, we often meet up um, for, uh, we meet up once a month for um, dinner and we go through our impressions. But still, you're not very good at them, though. What? Yeah. Insane. So, but there are some impressions that I'm not very good at. So now we're going to play the Owl's Bad Impressions game. So I've got, um, I've tried some impressions this week, Stu, that I really can't do. So I'm going to try, I'm going to try five for you and I want you to see if you can get them. Okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. So I'm also not going to do, try and, I'm trying not to quote from films or TV shows they're in because obviously then you'll get them. Okay. You ready? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I smack around the ass. <laughs> Who's that? No idea. That's Seth Rogen. <laughs> I was trying to do his laugh. Sounded a little bit like him, didn't it? Nope. Okay. Next one. What's up? Yeah, you. Why you want a fuck? Yeah. What's up? Yeah. Who's that? Joe Pesci. It is Joe Pesci. So I can put that in my good impressions. Folder. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. <clears throat> hey, guys. What's up, guys? <laughs> hey, guys. Who's that? Eric Cartman. It is. I'll put that in my good impressions folder. Uh, next one. <laughs> What's up, guys? Yeah, I'm just uh, you go to school and all that. <laughs> yeah. Who's that? I don't know. That was Bart Simpson. That was Bart Simpson. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm going to school. Yeah. Well, That's I told you I wasn't going to do a quote. <clears throat> and here's my last one. I can't really not do a quote for this one. <laughs> I used to be able to do that at school, didn't I? Yeah. I can still do it. <laughs> yeah, but mine, who's mine? Oh, well, yours is Woody Woodpecker. See? Good, isn't it? Who's mine? <laughs> Let me have a go, Al. Who yeah. am I? That's good, Tasmanian Devil. Uh, so you got three of them. So that three good impressions out of five. Here's one more impression for you, Al. Go on. Hey, look at me. Where's my extremely tiny penis gone? <laughs> that was you. <laughs> Here's one for you. Hey. My penis was hiding behind that pubic hair. That's you. <laughs> Who's this? <laughs> yeah, so what? I got three nipples and no asshole. I don't care. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> here's, here's another one for you. What are you talking about, Guinness Buckle Records? Yeah, I got five assholes. So... <laughs> That's you. <laughs> Who's this? Uh, that's um, uh, Green Goblin. <laughs> nope, that's um, you looking for your penis while Spider-Man's on in the background. Wonderful. <laughs> well, we'll finish it there. <laughs> <laughs> this has gone downhill, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we have to do small dick jokes for Chris next week. <laughs> Maybe we'll just try and make next week's really highbrow. No. See you later. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>